0: Hello, hello, everybody. It is Caitlin Joyce, and you are listening to Jackie's Heart Podcast. So, happy Monday. Happy Columbus Day. A lot of you guys are not at work today and you have the day off. I do not. I have to work because I work in healthcare. And so, I'm on my lunch break and I kind of just wanted to do this podcast episode because the topic kind of came to me when I was driving and I was like, I'm a very organic type person when it comes to um, conversations, like the topic that I was originally going to discuss in this episode. No, I'm going to do that later because this one came to me. And I apologize in advance. It's not a raunchy topic. It's a very good topic, and I find it to be a very necessary key part of healthy relationships. Um, so the topic I want to talk about today is called the five love languages. And I don't know if you've ever read the book or heard of it, The Five Love Languages. It's written by uh, Dr. Gary Chapman. And basically, it's saying that people receive and give love, usually in five ways, okay? And it is words of encouragement, acts of service, physical touch, quality time, and gifts, Okay. And so, those are the five love languages. And when I just listed them off, you probably were listening to them and thinking to yourself which one was your favorite. And so, the thing is with relationships, though, it's about how other, the person that you're with, how they receive love best. What is most important to them? Like, for instance, my love language is gifts. And I'll explain why it has nothing to do with materialistic things is nothing to do with that. But let's say my love language is gifts and somebody else's love language is quality time. If I go and give them a gift, it's going to mean a lot to me, but it's not going to mean a lot to them if they would prefer quality time if i just drop something off that i thought about and cared about because my love language is gifts and i don't spend any time with them it's not going to be received well so having understanding of your partner's love language is crucial and bonus points if you guys have the same love language but if you don't that's perfectly fine it would be i mean think of it this way If I were to give somebody a gift, and I use this example because I really love giving gifts and getting gifts. If I were to give somebody a gift and I were to go pick up my favorite type of candy bar for them without knowing what their favorite type of candy bar was, it's kind of like common sense that they may or may not like it. Like, I can't go up to someone and be like, here, here's a payday bar. I hope you like it. Because if they don't, okay, I like it, but that doesn't mean that they do. So everybody receives love differently. So for me, mine is gifts. I, re- I always feel like gifts to me are the ultimate love language because somebody had to take the time to think about me, think about what it is I like, think about what it is that would be important to me and use their time and effort to get that to me. And I'm not saying it has to be an expensive gift. In fact, gift cards honestly, I don't I don't really like gift cards. Like I mean, I appreciate it, you know. I appreciate it, but gift cards are like are like trying to just pick a random compliment out of a box. It's just not personal. So I respond well to gifts. If you think of me and get me something that I like or maybe I mentioned before, it means everything to me. Closely followed to that is words of encouragement. And the thing is, with people who have a love language with words of encouragement, it's a dangerous road to be on because it is very easy for people to say words. Very easy. So if you are somebody whose love language is best received with words of encouragement, be careful. Because I can tell you right now, pretend I'm speaking in your ear and I'm saying, I love you so much, you're the world to me. And it means nothing. So just be careful with that. Um, And then after that one is um, physical touch. That one's kind of medium to me. Like I like physical touch for sure, but it doesn't really, to me it's not like a love language, like it's just there. Um, And then after that, is uh what is the other one on there physical touch obviously got that one acts of service so acts of service would be like emptying the dishwasher for somebody or mowing the lawn for somebody or doing something for them that's not my love language and then the last one is quality time that one's not my love language either i mean i i had a whole long-distance relationship with somebody. And I mean, I didn't need to see them every second to know that they loved me as long as they told me they loved me and as long as they sent me things in the mail that were cute and sweet. That was my love language. Now, my partner's love language is acts of service. And that's that's what his is. It's acts of service. So that... <laughs> To me, if you're in a long-distance relationship and your love language is quality time and physical touch, you might have a hard time. For him, it's acts of service. So me taking initiative to do things for him or like me deciding to get my degree or, you know, calling on behalf of him while he's not here because he's deployed to do things whatever is acts of services to him or like, you know, taking care of reservations for a hotel acts of services are his love language. Um, and then second to that would be physical touch. He does like to physically hold my hand, you know, things like that. His least, his last one, absolute last one is words of encouragement. And that is closely my second one. So We have almost polar opposites because he could care less about words of encouragement or gifts. Okay. And he really cares about acts of service. And that's like one of my least important ones. So you have to make sure you understand somebody else's love language when you are with them. Because you can put in a hell of a lot of effort into giving somebody a gift. And you worked very hard, no doubt. But you could have done it much easier by understanding their love language. Like if I I spend a lot of time, you know, figuring out that I want to make a customized T-shirt for somebody. And I did all that hard work because it means a lot to me when all along, all I had to do was empty the dishwasher because they like acts of service. It's going to be a long road like work smart, not hard. Okay. Like my dad's always said that like, yeah, you know what? You could work hard and cut the lawn with little tiny scissors, like children's scissors. Spend all your hard work working really hard to, to mow the lawn. And the guy next door gets on a riding lawn mower and does it in 10 minutes. You worked hard, but that dude works smart. So just a little tidbit on there. Find out your partner's love language so that you can work smart and not hard in the relationship. I will tell you, the two people who have it down on love language is my parents. 100%. Um, I know that my father, he's got, I think, I think his two love languages, and I could be wrong, are um, acts of service. And um, potentially gifts, I'm not sure. And then I feel like my mother's is quality time. um, And maybe words of encouragement, I'm not too sure. Whatever it is, they have it completely figured out. And they are just, my parents are the epitome of true, perfect love. I mean, they met in high school. They love each other so freaking much and it's beautiful. Uh, But this isn't a long podcast episode today. I just really wanted to talk about that, you know, kind of an interesting little thing. But hope you all have a great day. And stay tuned. We will talk soon. And read that book, The Five Love Languages, or the I think that's what it's called. And you can take like little quizzes online. It's, It's pretty cool. But stay tuned. This has been fun. You are listening to Jackie's Heart Podcast.